Meanwhile, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Hey, hey, everybody. At this time of, of our recording, happy Memorial Day if you're in the States or actually in, you know, thinking about this pandemic. Happy any day for that matter, because every day you wake up is a good day. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 155. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the guy who would join a fight to the death tournament and probably get it postponed because he could cheat the fuck out of those rules. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Especially if I was fighting. Um, okay. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. We're going to die out here. Um, that horror flick that everybody loved. God, you were the worst. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Fog? No. The Blair Witch Project. Oh, shit. Wow, I ah, forgot about that. See, there you go. Me being a 90s guy, I would know about that, but damn, okay. What was it, Ralph? No, I, I don't really, didn't really watch the Blair Witch Project. Nobody should have. Yeah. <laughs> For the time, it was cute, but yeah. un- until you like find out the truth. And our other illustrious host is the man who would be only at the death tournament Working the computer somehow. I mean, come on. It's Ralph the Tech. It's RT Square. Here he is. So the other day, as I was kicking ass in a Muay Thai uh, competition. Oh, fuck. I thought, <laughs> Bullshit. A thought occurred to me. Humans one day could potentially create a computer to save our consciousness. But live eternally. Living eternally is so boring. So to create a world that's stimulating, we would have to limit lifespans and erase people's memories to make it better. But we don't have any proof that this is already happening. Huh. Wow, you just fried my brain, bro. Ooh, Those my. are like 20 seconds I can't get back. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not the time of the show yet, bro. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <it's not. laughs> and obviously, if you clicked on the podcast, you know who's here with us. But if you follow the show... Um, you already know when we're discussing video games or anything that has to do with video games, we drag our homeboy in. So please give it up for M22 video game correspondent, Ivan, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> I don't have any illustrious lines like you guys do. You got a cheering section. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I was going to do like a, 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 a scorpion dad who's had enough. who could be like, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know the show's gonna have some of that so i mean you know if you would have done it first it would have been okay it would have totally been all right all right peeps so on today's show we'll be doing another warner brothers cartoon but not going back to the dc universe actually we will be looking at the new warner brothers animation release of mortal kombat legends scorpion's revenge but first mike says get over here and you're gonna say why and he's gonna say quick news bitch I'm not going to say that. And now, the quick news with Mike, the finance guy, and Ralph and Kat. I really wish the doctors would adjust his medication properly. <laughs> they've been having trouble because of an unknown hacker has been messing with their system. That's all right. I respect that. All righty. I'm all for female-led superhero movies, but at least making an interesting character. 
I'm sure that statement was not said at the latest Sony pitch session. Instead, someone suggested making a movie of a preferably obscure character from the Spider-Man comics universe. The redhead superheroine Jackpot is the latest no. Spider-Man villain slash ally to be greenlit for a solo feature film. Comic writer Mark Guggenheim, who also wrote the character in the 2010 miniseries, has been hired to pen the script. While Marvel has its MCU and DC has its DCEU, it is only fair that Sony continuously adds to its GAIU, God Awful Ideas Universe. <laughs> Since it is still in the planning stages, there is no release date provided for Jackpot. Jackpot? Why? Oh, I man. don't know. When I read that, I had, to, I had to read it twice to make sure I didn't misread it. You know, it's funny, as Mike is saying that part of the news, I'm thinking in my head, like, three other lame Spider-Man characters before. And they would have been better. Yeah, I'm like, Silver Sable, okay, she's, she, you know, she's not that bad. Well, they um, already, remember, that was supposed to be um, Black Cat and Silver Sable, remember? There's supposed to be yeah. a movie. I don't, I don't even know if that's existing any longer. I was waiting for you just to give me any kind of different news, but just, like, I think about some of the, 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 the femme fatales that are not that great in Spider-Man, and I just thought about three or four of them, and then when you said Jackpot, I'm like, wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Any, I ain't got nothing to say to that. I got nothing yeah, to say to that. You can say to that. So Jackpot's uh, powers are based off of drugs. Yeah, there's. She has more than one origin because she was really more than one person. It, it, you don't want to know. It's not that interesting. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna have to know because she's gonna be coming to theaters soon. So you know. Well, it's green lit. It's you, not like it's got a script. You don't have to watch anything Sony makes. You already I, know. I, <laughs> I get the message that you're saying, Mike. I'm on it. Wink, wink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, got Mike. CW embraces its inner Oprah as you get a new face and you get a new face. Coming up in season two of Batwoman, the murderous Tommy Elliott, a.k.a. Hush, will receive man-crush billionaire Bruce Wayne's face, meaning actor Gabriel Mann, who played Hush for five episodes, will be replaced by Warren Christie, formerly a star of Sci-Fi Channel's Alpha. Uh, but this face swapping doesn't end with the villain, as actor Ruby Rose announced her departure from the series last week. CW and Berlanti Productions will be replacing Ruby with an undeclared actress from the LGBTQ community by the time the series returns in 2021. Hmm. Okay. I wonder no, if how they're going to handle her departure. Are they just going to like just, you know, ignore the fact that it's a different actress? They, yeah. just, they, they would have to just ignore the and fact. And everyone just would... go at it or they're going to be yeah. like, oh, no. Uh, like uh, soap, like uh, midday soap opera. She was in a coma where a car crushed her face. And now they've redone, uh, reconstructed her face. Let's remove the bandages. Oh my God, she looks entirely different. I told you, Bolt. <laughs> well, I mean, only if they discover that her grandfather is really the priest that's her uncle that's bothered her baby, yes. But in the non-telenovela <laughs> series of Batwoman, I would almost imagine that they're just going to... You know what they're going to do? They're probably going to do what they've done with characters in the past. She's going to... When her character enters this, um, the scene... Um, as Kate Kane, not as Batwoman. She, I guarantee you she'll be facing her back will be to the camera and someone's going to be like, well, don't you think so, Kate? And she'll turn around. And that'll be our introduction that this is a brand new Kate Kane, you know. You know, <laughs> they, they should just fuck with everybody and make it like just like some really hot black chick. Just, so that just, <laughs> just to make people... Like, like they did with Catwoman in, in the 69 Batman series? Yes. Or the kid. I'm like, yeah, what like she didn't fall, she, she didn't have facial surgery. <laughs> right? Nothing at all. That would just be hilarious. Just She just yeah. turns around. Oh, hey, it's me. What? <laughs> it's not like it hasn't happened, so, you know, we'll, I think oh, we'll be okay. The, the nerds would not like that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Because in, in the comics, when you think about it, like her, her face... She puts stuff on her face to make it a lot wider so that 
No, hide. she's albino. No, she's albino white. That's really? why it's always so weird that it's like she's albino white with the same color red hair. She just wears a wig that's longer. Oh, I thought she and I'm like, else so how many albino people do you think there are in Gotham? Apparently <laughs> you know, like... enough to fool people that that's not her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right, Mike, what else you got? Last but not least, in search of a tentpole attraction, HBO Max has settled on Zack Snyder's Justice League go. director's cut, even though a director's cut doesn't really exist. Feeding scraps to angry DCEU loyalists who often claim conspiracy theories regarding MCU's critically and audience-approved films versus DCEU's rampant failures, Snyder has finally admitted, after two years, that there is a director's cut of the mostly maligned superhero flick. He says, quote, it will be an entirely new thing, and especially talking to those who have seen the released movie, a new experience apart from that movie. You probably saw one-fourth of what I did, end quote. Having never finished the filming scenes for his uh, original vision, Snyder is expected to require several millions of dollars to bring the cut to fruition. Whether Warner Brothers Studios will fork over good money after bad, or if Snyder will pay for the expenses himself, is unclear. The Justice League director's cut is so far expected to clock in at more than four hours and could possibly be shown as a six-part miniseries. HBO Max will debut the cut sometime in 2021. I, I I can see Warner Brothers totally forking over the money because not for nothing in this climate with everybody losing money and, and people f afraid of losing viewership and people afraid of, okay, well, is HBO Max going to be something that's going to be, you know, viable? You put this series on there, whether people hate it or, lo or love it or whatever, it's going to put HBO Max on the map. Yeah. Oh, people will turn in for it. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. Whether they should or shouldn't, who knows, but they will tune in. Well, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I heard that it, that uh, they are giving him the money for it. That's, yes, I did yeah. hear that also. Yeah, I've been, like I said, I even read stuff today. There's nothing that I've read that says it definitely. They just keep saying that right. they're behind it, you oh. know, but like before it was just originally unclear. Sure. But since they're probably going to promote it more, I would imagine that they're going to see it through, which is really funny because if they're going to put their money into it, they're also going to have a lot to say about it, Yeah, which means it's yeah, not, not going to sure be the director's too. cut. Again, that's a good point. So, so I, that's a very good point. I just yeah, because again, it's not a finished film that he's recutting. It's him. He's going to say, "I need money to do blank," and they're going to be like, "Do you really need the money to do that?" Yeah, before, yeah, before I, here's from what I understood. From what I understood, because Mike and I have been going back and forth off cast for a while about does this Snyder cut exist? Should they release it? Whatever, whatever. And One you thing are 100 wrong. Let's just put it out what? there. The cap was 100 percent wrong. Mike was Mike right was once in a while. <laughs> happens once in a while. Yeah, but remember, the, people were saying that doesn't exist. The Snyder Cut is the pieces that he still had filmed that he just needed to, to, to do a lot of digitizing to. So a lot of the acting exists. It's just about putting, you know, all the special effects to it. So technically, I'm not 100% wrong. People say, oh, it doesn't exist. I'm like, no. They had to reshoot. Reshoot means there were scenes before, and you had to shoot them again. Well, in other words, the scenes exist. It's just that, like, like in other words, when I was reading about like a director's cut, a director's cut exists right. between the editor's cut and what is finally released. Right. He did not get either because it never made it to the editor's cut. So, like, that's what I'm saying. So, like, the pieces exist, and then he needs to do more. But as far as there being a vision completely in line, he does not have one. That's why I was saying before, it's like, it's like, especially when I was reading his, his um, quote, I'm like, man, you just double talk like Trump over there. Like, it's going to be the best thing we've ever seen. You know, like, even if you've seen the movie, you're going to love this more. And I'm like, your thing doesn't exist. So you've had two years to hear people's complaints about what they hated about the movie for you to quote unquote go, this is my vision. This was always my vision. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> and as I said, if they're spending more money to put it together to make it his vision, it's still 
still not going to be his vision. <laughs> Timestamp almost 12 minutes. Mike made a Trump reference. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> Steve, shout out to Steve Francis. If you're listening, we'll talk about you later. <laughs> um, Ivan, any any feelings about the, the Snyder Cut? Pro, con, yeah, indifferent? Well I, well, I heard that the guy who played Darkseid admitted he was in the movie, so I want to see that. Right. Yeah, that'll be cool. Because well, they put his symbol, and then there was no reference to it at all in the actual movie release. And I'm like, people who know, know. But other people are just like, okay, it's just symbol out of nowhere. Right. So that'll, be, that'll be good. <laughs> but then after that after that came out, then the whole can of worms opened. Because then Iyer said he has a cut of his Suicide Squad, and then this whole yeah, thing is just open. I was up. just about to bring that up. That now, like, Dave Ayers is just like, Well, I want my director's cut version. It's like, dude, I don't want to see your shit again. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> I mean, they're already rebooting it, so yeah, yeah, yeah they I, are rebooting. Oh, yeah, soft like, reboot, they are reboot. reboot. Yeah, so oh, all right. I wonder if they're gonna have the classic line that needs That's to be one. in it. This is Katana. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta she be. She has my back. <laughs> I would advise not getting killed by her. That's just classic. <laughs> so, Mike, is that all your quick news? That is all my quick news. All right, uh, Ralphie boy, any quick news? Anything? Anything you got? Um, no, no. Mike said what I was gonna say, just in a better way. <laughs> well, how would you have said it? What's the Ralph cut? No, no. If you want the Ralph cut, you're gonna have to pay me that big Warner Brothers money. Oh, fuck wow. Enough. Damn. <laughs> I like, I I like any, the way he thinks, though. <laughs> any quick news for you, Mr. Cooper? No, not that I can think of, no. Oh, no. We did, I guess you guys did it last week with the, with the Madam Web or whatever her name is. Not really. We didn't really talk about it that much. I think I just, it was mentioned in passing. What do you think Good. about this movie? I think that when they said they had 24 Spider-Man spinoffs, they meant it. And they're gonna yeah. milk the hell out of that franchise. <laughs> yeah, that that, that is gonna be one. That's gonna be one skinny cow when they get finished milking that Spider-Man franchise. <laughs> yeah, I know. My, cow, bu- my buddy was excited. He was like, "Oh, they could find a way to bring everybody together." And I was like, "You know what? You already went too far, bro." It took, it took these guys twenty movies to get a universe together, and and Sony's just like, "Yo, just jump in. Just jump in the deep end." We'll figure it out as we go. Don't worry about it. I got DC's. I got DC's playbook. (laughs) I I was saying DC's laying on the side, really faintly saying, "Don't do it." (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm still upset that they 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 they, they thought making Venom not R-rated. I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna bite heads off off screen though. Like nobody's gonna see that." And I'm like, "Okay, great. That was that was that was fun to not watch." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But but somehow the uh, the Justice League Dark animated movie was r-rated i'm like how do they work that one right <laughs> it's, all right it's, it's easier to, uh, to have drawn blood seem less gruesome than actual real blood i guess drawn so blood. Oh, get the blonde there um but <laughs> speaking of animation and warner brothers animation let's move on to what we're here to talk about which is lo- another long title for these goddamn animated movies mortal kombat legends scorpion's revenge and with a synopsis, now that he's swigged his water and he's fully hydrated, is MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Ah, I was waiting for you to do that. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge is a direct-to-video animated feature, the first animated feature from the franchise since 1995's Mortal Kombat The Journey Begins. The film is also the first Mortal Kombat property produced by Warner Brothers Animation since it acquired the property from Midway Games in 2009. Scorpion's Revenge was directed by Ethan Spaulding from a screenplay by Jeremy Adams. The film does not have a critic's rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but has an audience rating of 88% based on 17 respondents. And as usual, Metacritics was like, I'm not reviewing that. 
<laughs> I don't know what's up with that. All righty. Let's get a synopsis going here. Warning. The Surgeon General has declared that a drinking game built around taking shots for dismemberment, exposed brains, and flying viscera will result in death by alcohol poisoning before minute seven. Before he becomes, before he becomes office prankster called Scorpion, Hanzo Hasashi was a happy man, a loving father, a guy that ate the appropriate amount of fiber and had regular bowel movements. You know that guy. Hanzo was also the grandmaster of the Shirei Ryu, a clan of Japanese ninjas so feared no one dared give them a bad Yelp review. When Hanzo's entire clan is murdered, he brutally slaughters the assassins. When Hanzo's wife is murdered, he brutally slaughters more assassins, but this time with close-ups on his eyes. When Hanzo's son is murdered, he goes to hell. Then things get crazy. After making a deal with NetherRealm's shadiest used car salesman, Hanzo is resurrected as Scorpion and sent to fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament where he befriends Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, and Liu Kang, a.k.a. Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby. And just like the Kung Fu version of Mystery Inc., these meddling adults are trying to stop a supernatural entity engaged in a real estate scam. Think about it. Filled with more inconsistencies than a Trump press conference, Scorpion's Revenge worries so much about fan service that, like the original live-action films from the mid-90s, it forgot about a coherent plot. All right, we're starring the voices of Patrick Seitz as Hanzo Hasashi, Scorpion, Steve Blum as uh, Sub-Zero, Jordan Rodriguez as Liu Kang, Darren DePaul as Quan Chi, Joel McHale as Johnny Cage, Jennifer Carpenter as Sonya Blade, Art Butler as Shang Tsung, Robin Atkin Downs as Kano and Chinook, Dave B. Mitchell as Raiden, Ike Amade as Jax, Kevin Michael Richardson as Goro, Gray Griffin as Katana and Satoshi Hasashi, and Fred Tatasiori as Shao Kahn. All right, so let's get into it. Mortal Kombat Legends. But before we do that, let's press, the, let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Just hearing it, I guess, feel like he's judging us already. He's not even in the fucking room. So that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Mortal Stush back! Stush Combat, finish him! Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it, Mortal Kombat. So... Um, and I like Mike mentioned in the synopsis, it's been a while. I mean, and this property's been around for a long time, video game wise. And this is the it's only the second animated um, version of the property, film wise. I mean, there was the animated TV series. Yeah. Oh, I, I meh, <laughs> meh. <laughs> well, that's where Quan Chi actually comes from. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. He was introduced in the in the TV series. Oh wow. Okay. Um, I'll say one thing. Warner Brothers definitely let you know in the beginning, like Mike said, that this was not your ordinary film. And I'm not even talking about the intro of Scorpion. I'm talking about the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. I'm watching <laughs> Daffy Duck walk around, and I'm like, okay. And then, get over. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but if only he had put a spear through his heart, that would have done it. <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> they, just, they just wanted to make it seem like it was duck season. They didn't want you to think that Daffy Duck was actually getting killed. Yeah, well, that's true. And it, but I think if if, if, a, if a hook had gone through his heart, though, then but you should have seen rabbit ears behind the scorpion mask. Yes, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> Guys, thinking too much about that. Let me ask you this: opening sequence, we like 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 we talked about. You know, we we see scorpion with his son, and then talking about you know um, the scorpion and the ants and all that stuff, and then we we get one of our first battles. 
how did you guys feel about the opening sequence action wise and fluidity i'll say there's one issue i had but it's my personal thing how did you guys feel about the opening action sequence of mortal kombat you know once the once sub-zero and the crew show up mr cooper Uh, go ahead let's hear those words it was fine to me i liked it i enjoyed it it was a lot lot of cuts for animated movies but you know he was (laughs) cutting people up and i liked that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of cuts. Lot All of right. Cuts. <laughs> I, I, um, my, oh, Rob, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was surprised by, like, I didn't expect it to be, like, I knew it was going to be bloody, but I didn't expect, like, you know, like, straight up, oh, here's blood and guts coming out of everywhere. You can see the bones, the brain matter, and all that stuff. That was a good surprise. Though, I, I, I thought it was a little bit weird how, like, at times you had a lot of um, shaky scenes. You know, mm-hmm. where like, like, as if like they, they were actually filming it and you had a guy who was scared that he was like the get camera that. work. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, OK, didn't need that shaky there. But, you know, it's a good effect. Other well, than that, yeah. I, I enjoyed that that whole opening sequence. I was like, holy shit, though. Apparently, this is like the best fighter in the in the whole clan. Like if you have a whole clan of if this well, he's the grandmaster. Yeah. OK, if he's the grandmaster, then he's a horrible teacher because all his other guys got you know, just slaughtered. Murked. Well, or, yeah. or the other team is just that much better. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, sometimes I mean, you could be great and not and not teach, Mike. Well, maybe he was he was. Uh, what did they say? Those who can do, or those, wait, those who those can, who can, can do, those who can teach. do, and those who can't teach. So yeah. he did. <laughs> <laughs> he can't teach. Um, yes. Now I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. it. It set up like you know. It made you feel like okay, this is Mortal Kombat. We're not giving you. Uh, mortal slap fat fest, you know, like it's it's Mortal Kombat. There's going to be horrible, horrible deaths. And I thought it was a really good pacing of a fight scene. Um, I don't feel that the rest of the movie held up to the expectations, mm-hmm. not the fights, but just like like when I saw that, I'm like, oh shit, they, they put some time into this script. It feels like I'm going to get a really solid movie. It doesn't have to be like the best movie in the world, but just very solid. And unfortunately it didn't, hold as it went on but we'll get into that um later but all in all yes i, I just did enjoy it to the fact that i was just like yeah another one another one but what, I, what got me though was when he saw his wife dead and i understand it's his wife but it's like well did you just think they killed everyone but her <laughs> like, 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 why are you so shocked that she's dead is she a better fighter i don't know um apparently and, not yeah and, and you know like and who sat there though just like when are you going to kill the kid when are you gonna kill the kid? When are you oh, gonna kill the kid? And, and, and I'm so glad Mike brought that up. Believe it or not, I had an issue with that. Like, the, well, I guess showing the death, right? You know, they, they, even though they cut away, but they cut back. I'm like, right. him in a pool of blood. It bothered me. I don't know if it was really? leaving a dad, but it did. It did to a point oh, that wow. I sat there, and it took a couple of minutes for it to rub off. And like I said, I don't know if it's because I'm a dad. I don't know if it's because you know. Um, I guess I just feel like kid deaths. You don't. You know, you can allude to it, but you don't show it. So to watch the kid, okay, his eyes went his eyes went blank. Okay, fine, fine. Then you know, um, he drops and then the pool of blood. I'm like, oh wow, that's kind of some fucked up shit, guys. Come on. So well, I, would have been worse if he killed the dog, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then it would. I would have been. I would have been upset. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, you know, like, not that I was cheering for his death or anything. I was like, like surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I had no problem with the, the the kid's death because you just knew it's not like Scorpio was going to be like, "I'm the spirit of vengeance," but I got a kid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so you knew it was coming. I I just didn't know how they were going to do it. And like you said, I mean, they did do a cutaway because a lot of these type of shows usually, if you're going to kill a kid, 
you end up getting like the shadow on the wall and like a blade doing something and then like seeing right. blood in red in the forefront, but still the shadows over there. That's usually kind of what you get with these, you know? Yeah. Um, so they still did take away from it. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I definitely enjoyed it. It, it. it pumped me up for the film. It definitely enjoyed it. Listen to this yeah. fucking guy. Okay. <laughs> oh, there was like some good pieces of meat there. I felt like a butcher. <laughs> I'll say this though. Um, do you feel, and I don't want to go too much. Cause I know that sometimes Ralph and I, Ralph, sometimes we'll jump too far ahead into the review, into the movie. Let me just make the statement about this sequence. What happened? What, why are you looking at me, the, Ralph? He's waiting to jump in. To oh. spoil something. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I'll, I'll say it's a yes or no question. Do you feel like this frenetic pacing of the cutting and slicing and bleeding, it set the precedent for the whole movie. Did it ruin the movie to a degree? Because if that was just that fight sequence as frenetic and fast, but I felt like all the fighting and all the cutting up was that frenetic and fast. Mm -hmm. You know, did, you know, was it, you know, I guess I'm trying to say wasn't entirely necessary to have that same style of cutting throughout the entire movie. I feel like it, I personally feel like it ruined it. I felt like if you had just had that at the beginning and have different other fighting styles and other different gory kind of scenes, it'd be okay. But it was like the same thing over and over. You became numb to it after a while. I wonder if you guys agree. Well, it's, it's sort of, that's what Mortal Kombat is though. You know, that's because if you remember playing the games, uh, especially like the the newer games and with the newer systems where they would show like whenever you would punch someone with enough strength you would see the scratched the fractured skull or or the broken arm and stuff like that so that's just the way it is i i didn't really think too much about it i um ivan what is that what did they call that because when they when they introduced what, what ralph was talking about they gave it a name do you remember which one? And they did what? Um, when when they like did the whole like X-ray version of like, of the punches, like, like yeah. Like, oh yeah, no, the, the, that's what they call their X-ray. X-ray. Oh, they just called it. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I didn't. I thought they had like a special name for it. Um, no, I agree with Cap. Uh, it's the fight scene in the beginning was really good because it was obviously our first fight scene, so it was very novel. Right. The other fight scenes just felt repetitive. I mean, like obviously they were different, but they just didn't feel different because. Um, they didn't like give them really different fighting styles per se. I mean, not that people repeated the same things. It's just also the way they cut the film. Like you don't get a, a sense of fighting style. You just kind of get like action, right. action, 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 action. And you know, again, it, it keeps the fighting pace going. It just after a while, it just becomes repetitive because it's just oh, another person's killed and I could care less, and oh, another person dodged, or oh, someone else got hit and it didn't seem to do a damn thing. You know, that kind of a thing. What do you think, then, Mr. Coop? Oh no, I I it it was different in the beginning than the end, but I wouldn't expect Scorpion to be able to beat anybody else so quickly. Like he was chopping up that whole clan. So to me, it was a mix of like the cartoon part of Kill Bill with all the way the okay. was going. Yeah. Oh, good good analogy. And, yeah. And then they Definitely. added like the X-ray from the newer move from the newer right. games, and I was like, this is cool. They they they're adding new stuff and and implementing it into the uh, into the fight scene. Everything else after that was. I mean, you wouldn't. Ex There's certain people that, if you know the lore, you're like, this person's not gonna die, and this person's not, at least not yet. Right, right. So they're gonna fight, but they're not gonna like. All right. Body each other. And and her name was Oren Ishi. I love this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Once it goes into, I'm just like, oh, I love this movie. I love <laughs> Bill, Bill, she Volume One and Two. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> when when we, I think what, not for nothing. One of the things we should do on our next pandemic, because there'll be a second wave. Um, we should do throwback films that if, meanwhile, 22 was out back then, 
oh, that yeah. we reviewed it like it's, that. It's funny. I, it's funny. Actually, I thought of um, Kill Bill while I was watching this, and I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, we should review that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, look, you heard it first. We might actually do that. That'd be kind of cool. Um, so, Just take that, so, put it in there. There's my part. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, 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 using what Ivan said as a segue, then we start meeting the other people of Mortal Kombat. We start meeting Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, and um, Raiden and Liu Kang. Mm-hmm. Um, is it me? Did I always, well, I guess growing up, before the movies, I always thought Raiden was bad. I never thought of Raiden as, as a good guy. No, Raiden, Raiden, no, no he, always... he was always the protector. Yeah. Well, I mean, from. in the original game, I mean, we didn't have like real backstory, so I mean, he was just a person that fought, you know. And, and no, basically, he, he was a god him. in the first one, also. He no, but I'm saying, but in the in the video okay. game that we didn't get like backstory. Like when you were in the arcade, they didn't give you backstory. They was like, they give you like a little thing you can read, but it didn't say anything about him being the protector. Yeah, there, people typically put it in quarters. Part two. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. So yeah, no, I always liked it. I always thought about him as like the guy from Big Trouble in Little China. Because he had the he had the big hat and his all electricity. Love that movie. Another movie we should review. That's wow. one of my favorite movies. I know. <laughs> Absolutely one of my favorite movies. I know. But um, so I mean, Ra- you have the Raiden and the Liu Kang connection. Um, you had Sonya Blades fight. How'd you feel about that? I mean, well, you mean the fact that for for once they finally introduced a tough female character by introducing her at like you know a Fight Club event. It was so novel, I didn't know what to do with that information. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, how many times are you going to introduce a woman? I've got to prove she's tough. You want to prove she's tough? Make her go into her boss's office and demand a raise so that she can make as much as her her male co-worker. That's a tough woman. (laughs) She was a hard ass the whole movie, too. Yeah. But they were also, they they were completely one-dimensional characters, which is also kind of sad, too. Like, like she was just hard ass. (laughs) Um, Raiden was just above everybody else. Luke Hang was just a fortune cookie. And, and you know, Johnny Cage and, and was Johnny a Cage was dick. exactly what I just mentioned in our Scooby-Doo thing is about the guy that's pretty much dumb as a board, not knowing what's going on next to this woman that's very capable and competent, even though he eventually proves he's capable. Because um, he, he had like no backstory. It's like, so you're an, an out of, an, you're an unemployed actor that we see that you've won some fights and we see a picture of you winning a fight. That doesn't tell me that you have any special skill. That basically tells me you went to like Tiger Shulman and like passed <laughs> all of their exams um, for them. Like, so that it literally isn't until the fi- final fight scene for him that even Sonya Blade has to go, oh, so Johnny Cage can fight. It's like, yeah, because we, he didn't even fight Baraka. Nope. <laughs> he, he just kept ducking him. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he literally did nothing until the very end. And I'm like, well, what was your purpose? Have you never watched Mortal Kombat? <laughs> you know. Well, it's better than them killing him like in the beginning of the fucking movie. That was in Mortal Kombat 2, right? In the well, movie? Well, they can't they can't do that. In the movie they in the old movie they can. Yeah. But if you that know was... the lore from now, they can't they can't kill Johnny. Mortal Kombat He's Annihilation is what you're thinking about. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the exactly. last movie that I love so much. <laughs> I know there's something about that movie that you're like, "Oh my god, this is garbage. Where's my chair?" <laughs> yeah. I, I just like quoting the Sindel line all the time. I say it randomly at any What's time that? of the day. I just too bad you will die. I thought that <laughs> the actor who played um, Raiden in the first Mortal Kombat was uh-huh. way better than the actor who played Well, he's a, he's a better actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's not a greatly better actor. I mean, he's Mr. Um, um, Highlander himself. Yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, the other guy is just... He's, he's around. I mean, he's still around. He's, um, in fact, he's I on Black Lightning. Yeah. He's on Black Lightning. He's the, the he's tailor the that helps him out. Yeah, yeah. The tailor. The butler. Yeah. 
He's a good actor. I'm not saying he, he was a bad actor. I'm just saying that the other Great. Now we, now we can't have him on the show. Good job. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me get him on the show. All right, all right, all right. Um, it, it was interesting. The thing about Sonya's fight, like, watching her, like, that heel kick to the head, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just kind of like, is, is he dead? Is he, is he, is, I can't tell, like, because he's, he's kind of twitching, but he's moving around, like, is he... I don't know why that is it Mortal Kombat does it matter (laughs) true true yeah but but then you can ask the same thing it's Mortal Kombat should you expect the plot you know yeah I think when you're trying to launch a series yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but if it's all about fighting it's kind of like the raid like the movie the raid the plot is basic you just want you're paying more attention to like the action than you do the plot but the raid has a plot like I mean it's plot is simplistic but it goes all the way through this plot Okay, their plot is what? To save Earthrealm from uh, losing the battle. They don't. <laughs> they even admitted at the end, Liu Kang's like, yeah, I didn't win that fight. <laughs> he's like, oh, they're, they're following he's the actual like, story. That right. Happened, no, it's so. true. But, but I think that's you, the thing, when you too. Think about it, well, not when you think about it. If you know what's going on, the Mortal Kombat games get a lot of praise for their storytelling now. So... But that's the thing is, like, you have to but know have the Mortal Kombat storytelling, yeah. and that's, I think, the problem is in that... In the beginning, that's this exactly movie, what happened. They win the tournament, and then Shao Kahn decides to cheat, which, to me, says they're going to make a part two, where you th- which oh, is yeah. basically Mortal Kombat 2, and two slash three, and I can't wait. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're probably... they're probably. I'm assuming with the name, like, Mortal Kombat Legends, they're probably going to go into Baxter, I would imagine, with further Legends right. movies. There's nothing that says it. That's what I would just imagine. They'll probably, like, pick other characters and, like, probably give them some backstory. But that's, that was the problem I did have with the film is that as much as I enjoyed it, and I know here and there about Mortal Kombat and some of the characters and their relations, but, like, it was definitely, like, you had to know Mortal Kombat, Kombat going in. It was not... Uh, it was not audience friendly. It wasn't made for like, oh, I'm going to learn about these characters and watch this movie because that's what I'm saying. Like they gave no backstory for the most part to these characters and especially anyone that wasn't our main four people. Real, yeah, four people. They were really kind of like, eh, sure. Like Katana. I mean, imagine if you've never I was seen just going to mention that. Like you're I was just like, say, why are they, why is she not, what is going on? She yielded. <laughs> she was there know? for like two seconds. Yeah. Like, and she was kicking his ass, and she yielded. I'm like, huh? It's, it's like they literally just remade the first movie, kind of, from a different kind perspective, of. and added the lore from the first game. Right. Slash a little bit of the second game. Well, I was very I was very surprised how Sub-Zero was um, portrayed as the villain in the beginning of the movie. I was like, oh, wow. Because anytime I've watched Mortal Kombat, Sub-Zero's always been, like, you know, one of the good guys. So when I it's saw it. We all, it's because we all loved him. We yeah, put yeah. we put that <laughs> in our own heads. Yeah, <laughs> once, <laughs> once, once Bobby Drake left the X Men and went into fighting professionally, it really you just love the character. Yeah. It could have been Elsa. It could have been Elsa and Mandrag. It's okay. Yeah, sure. I don't know if you guys ever played um, the Sub Zero solo game for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, what, what I was that? I was face like that. What was that? Ivan? Is that a no, no. Ivan? God no. <laughs> Listen, it looked, like, it looked like he looked like he got no. it looked like he got Joker gas to the face. Right, <laughs> he had this murderous Richter st- smile. I found it quite enjoyable. Oh, and surprise! The story, not so much. What I liked is this, the play mechanics because you know playing okay. as a guy who could freeze people. So one of the cool things is like his like his signature move where he could create the shadow, uh, like the ice clone, mm-hmm. and then jump mm-hmm. over people. But then one of the things that he would do is that he would jump, create that that freeze clone, and they would run into it, and then they would stay frozen. So then you would just get him from behind and like chop him up. 
It was pretty cool. Because it's also like they, with, with Sub-Zero, they go into different like storylines where, especially they, they touched on it on in Mortal Kombat Annihilation where Sub-Zero, um, there's like multiple Sub-Zeros or something. That's like a classification in, in yeah. their clan or something. Right. You know? So there's, right. there's, there's two, him and his brother. Yeah. So we, was, so you're trying to tell me there's more than one. So there's sub zero, and then there's evidently positive zero, no, like, or just zero zero. If you go into the lore, I'm gonna say a lot of this. This already happened, and that's the way the story goes. But uh, sub zero, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Quan Chi made it believe it was sub. That's just, that's how it was told in the story. And then sub gets killed by Scorpion, Scorpion yeah. and then sub turns into Noob Cybot, and then his brother takes the Scorp- uh, the sub zero mantle. From wow. Oh wait! Oh, so so, so so, Noob Saibot is 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 um Sub Zero. Oh wow! The one in that. part three with the scar on his face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! I thought no, I killed wait, you. No, you wait, did. It, it didn't that, stick. I think that's his brother. Then it, it doesn't matter. They they retcon it, but he he is the older <laughs> the older brother. The original sub is Noob. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. Now, how did we feel about um? It's funny when Mike talked about um. Scorpion going through his transformation through the used car salesman. Come <laughs> um, Hey, you, hey, you looking for something nice today? In my head, <laughs> I got yeah, a position for you. <laughs> this might be the mic in me. I was like, but if he's dead in the afterlife and he's hooked on to, you know, I had lots of hand, questions about that. <laughs> his 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 arms and legs are hooked, but if he's a spirit, it doesn't he's, really work that way, does it? So it's it's the netherworld, so it's not really hell, you know. Right. It's, it's a magical realm. But he is dead, nonetheless. Yeah, he is but dead. He's dead. Right. He's dead. Yeah, he is dead. Well, I was I was even all for him being tortured dead, but it's like, well, you can't have it both ways. You're either subjugated and tortured dead, or, you know, you're capable. Like, what, right. I, what, what got me there, and it, mean, it was the first time that they did that whole x-ray damage. Um, that, not, it wasn't the first the time sequence? it was done. It was the first time when they did the x-ray damage, and... Like, you know, you started seeing, like, you know, like, the damage it was causing other people. And I'm like, yeah, but you're showing me all this incredible damage. And the person goes down, and then they're right back up. And I get that Mortal Kombat is a video game, but this is supposed to be a movie, <laughs> you know? So you're showing me this incredible damage you're doing that seems to only take effect for, like, one or two seconds, you know? So it was a very weird type thing there as well, you know? Because, like, right. cause like, if nothing else, like, he's, he's favoring his arms because he was hooked by his arms. But he was also hooked in by his calves. And I'm like, well, you're walking just fine and doing a lot of flying kicks. So I'm assuming you're all right, you know. That's because he's dead, you know. And that's just because he's dead, exactly. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I'm like, so that. what was the point of this? I, mean, <laughs> you know? I didn't expect you guys to have a problem with that because he's basically just Mortal Kombat spawn. Is really what it is. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I thought. funny when they, when they when they resurrect him, and then I'm like, well, you're kind of resurrected. You're kind of not. But then you're also able to somehow beat the guy who literally cast you aside by actually flicking his finger at you who suddenly yes. cannot even remotely like touch you <laughs> in a fight wow Ralph explains it all finish him so the reason Damn. why he was powered down was because he wasn't in his home realm in the realm that they were were at the the person who has the most power would be uh, Shao Kahn you know so right. the reason that he was he was he wasn't able to flick him aside like that is he was just uh, as strong as Scorpion at the time. In his in the Netherworld, 
then yeah, he would have more. He would have ultimate power over him. He would be able just to flick him aside, because there he would be God. But not okay. In, but not in Shao Kahn. Sounds good enough. Realm between the realms. I'll buy. Sounds it. good enough to me. I'll buy that. Yeah, that sounds useful. And you know what this has been? Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. Fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> what? You want to fucking asshole? No, 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 no. That's where we're gonna start. Um. So. Um. Moving on to the other characters, did you like the way they used some of the other characters? We talked about Katana, how she was very throwaway. They used Baraka as a very throwaway character also, and Reptile. Were you guys okay with that? Reptile was throwaway. Kano is the exact same Kano in every iteration that you ever see Kano in. I'm just <laughs> so glad the they just... <laughs> you saw what? I'm just glad he didn't have a horrible Aussie accent. I was just about to say, if they just had only brought in that horrible Aussie accent... You know, have him put some shrimp on a bobby or something like that. You know, we would have been mean, ready he, to go. He, he is Australian. They did give him that accent after that yeah. movie came out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Part of his character. Um, no, I mean, I, I just felt like everybody was really a throwaway character. It was everybody felt like they would just serve the movie to move the movie forward. That's why I was saying, like, again, I'm not expecting this to be, you know, um, Citizen Kane. I'm just expecting that it's like you're going out of your way to make a movie. You're rebooting a franchise that you've evidently paid money, you know, and and have owned for over a decade, and you're trying to capitalize on it. I, it doesn't have to be the best thing I've ever seen. It doesn't have to be Incredibles three, you know. But like, just it shouldn't be like like um, like I've been said. It shouldn't be the animated version of Mortal Kombat from 1995. You know, like it, it just shouldn't be that. Like it should be something that's cohesive, coherent. And since you're going to make more than one, like you can stretch it along a bit or something like that. Ivan, did you notice um, the sound bites that they used for Liu Kang? It sounded exactly like the sounds that they used in the uh, in the, in the, in the game. The, oh, what the, the epileptic monkey! To me, all, all the fan service was great. It was great. <laughs> that, that epileptic monkey, made, monkey thing. Johnny, the literal exact character from the other movie. I was like, this is great, man. A little prima donna with bags and shit. <laughs> fell down with the bags Ask. again. Perfect. <laughs> when when what, you what? see Liu Kang doing that fire kick and going... <laughs> yeah, that one, I was just like... Two things came to mind. Um, the game and also... Uh, what was it? Uh, was it Fist of the uh, North Fist? Fist of the North? Fist, Fist of the, the North, North Star. Star. Fist of the North Star, yeah. That, that and Mortal Kombat. I'm like, holy shit, it's the same sound. Oh my god! Shit, well, yeah. When I was watching yeah. him do the kick, it reminded me of Pit Fighter. Pit Fighter don't even have that kick. Oh, Pit Fighter! <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things of like whether it's genuine to the game or not. I'm like, wow, this is really annoying. <laughs> you know, um, that 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 fighting got me with Johnny though. Like it's, it, he didn't even do his signature kick. Yeah. Like I'm oh, like yeah. waiting. Yeah, I'm like it, that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't understand the purpose of this. It, to me, all they proved was that. That Lord Raiden went out of his way, and he just like he went to a Chuck E. Cheese, and saw like <laughs> an angry mom and like her loser boyfriend, and was like, "I got, I got something for you guys to do." Like he didn't even search Earth for the best people he could find. <laughs> you know, he's though. up there, he's up there <laughs> saying like, <laughs> he's up there going like, "I chose them because they have heart," and I'm like, "Well." Why didn't you just recruit Ma T with his heart ring from the Planeteers? Like, oh fuck! Like, like, I mean, at this point, it didn't matter. Like, you picked two people to fight against, like people that teleport have like incredible superhuman strength. I'm like, this is the best you could do. Did you not know the fight was coming? Uh, it could have been worse. Somebody hasn't seen the story of Mortal Kombat Nine. 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, it's really up to you. It's a, it's a, it's a matter of fact thing. You, you would know about Johnny and Sonya. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, how did how, how do we feel about the introduction of the tournament and while they were introducing the, the tournament, how that works? The introduction of Jax. Jax, the first real fight of the film. And he's just, he's, <laughs> the black guy's beaten like something out of a white supremacist training video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yo, Ralph, Ralph, that's, that, that's at least a gong. No, no, that's that's within the line. That's within the line. That's not okay. Go ahead, Mike. That's Go within, the within the line. Well, he okay. was though. Um, I mean, even though, like, at the, during the whole fight, the only thing I'm like, somebody rip his arms off. <laughs> was this, yeah. That's all I kept waiting for. Like, will someone no rip his arms off, please? You know. Well, the minute I saw Goro, I'm like, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I think we know how this ends up. Well, I mean, well, he has to have his arms. That's all Jax has. <laughs> you know, it's, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a winning personality. You know. Um, I would have loved. I would have loved it if, if if there would have been that would have been a swerve, like they say in wrestling. Like you expect him to lose his arms to, to Goro. He doesn't lose his arms to Goro, and then maybe he goes and reaches into a garbage can, and then that's how he loses his arms <laughs> and stuff, shit like that. <laughs> like the time you don't expect. Jax, what is it, Sonya? I dropped my engagement ring down in the, the sink, and it's near <laughs> the garbage disposal. Would you get it? <laughs> oh, oh my God, your arm! Could you reach in again with your other arm though and get it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's. Uh, cut to a few weeks later, she drops the ring again. Oh, I dropped my ring again. Can you get it for me? That's how he loses the I dropped my ring in one of these two sinks with garbage disposal, reaching into them both simultaneously. <laughs> oh my God. Or my ring fell into this wood chipper. Would you mind getting it for me? Would you turn it off? No. No. <laughs> Yeah. So how are we with with the introduction of the tournament, the tournament itself, and how that works? Because it's always interesting when they do tournaments. For me, if it's not the Karate Kid, it's not a tournament. Well, it was self-explanatory. <laughs> you said what? They figured it out. It was self-explanatory. Yeah, I mean, it really was. Yeah. But like I said, again, it's self-explanatory. Not that it's the hardest idea, but it's self-explanatory as long as you know what Mortal Kombat is. <laughs> you know, this is just not how you usually... Because they, they, they tried to explain it, but then even when they explained about the tournament, I'm like, okay, you've explained about the realms and da 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 I'm like, were the other realms being represented? Like, at, at, at no point did you feel like there was anything going on besides um, Shang Tsung and Earth. Like, you never, Outworld and Earth that's, is all that's that there that's was. That's know? what it was. Because the if you got to listen closely to when they explain it. The way the gods designed it is, if they wanted to invade another realm, they would have to have this Mortal Kombat and beat them ten times. Not that every realm has to be represented. The realm that wants to invade the other to. realm, yeah. thus it's, it's between oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you also, might have, but also, you to might, Mike's point... No, go ahead, Ralph. Um, but you could um, recruit people from other realms to protect that one realm. That's why you see other different type of people. That's why you have the, 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 the guy from the nether realm there with Scorpion. Oh, okay. Well, he wasn't protecting it. He was just out to get the key. He was he was representing Outworld. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. okay. What were you about to say? Did I'm... we... I'm oh, sorry, I haven't no, I was going to say that, it, so, to Mike's point, if you know about Mortal Kombat, you know that the other realms were represented, they just weren't the focus. Because Baraka was there. Yeah, that's, and that's what right. I thought. I thought that he represented another realm. Again, I'm not up on it all, but that's why I'm like, well, it seems like other realms are fighting. I, I don't but, think that was yeah. actual Baraka. Baraka, I think that was just one of his race. Okay. Right. Because he's in, he's in two. Right. So. Well, and also, and also, though, we didn't see him die. 
No, we didn't. Right. It just that just fell down on him. There's nobody. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody. Yeah. yeah he like that, so you don't. You, we don't even know if that's him because nobody. I don't know if anybody said his name. Oh, that's except true. For maybe in the credits. Very true. <laughs> what would have? Yeah. Um. What was I say? Oh. Um. Did you guys see? The, the the major swerve that gasp scorpion fights sub zero finally you know you yeah. know takes him out puts him on a pike with himself to find out gasp it wasn't sub zero who who um killed scorpion and his family all along did you see that coming was it a surprise i actually that- didn't care <laughs> like it didn't do anything one way or the other because i was just surprised that they would kill such an important character but i didn't think more about it actually I I just had a spawn flashback when that happened. Wow, spawn. Yeah, yeah I mean, because if you think about it, just like Ivan said, he he's basically spawn. You know, you, you get tricked into um, killing all these people uh, to get your revenge, and next thing you know, you find out the person who um, is giving you this ability to to get your revenge is the one you want to get revenge on. Dun dun dun. Spawn. <laughs> and it's funny how they have spawn in the actual game now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. they, they always try to up somebody, you know. They, they always like to yeah. bring a bunch of people in there, to, you know, because according to that, the Terminator is now part of that. And I'm like, wow. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you played that one, Ivan? So, have you uh, played the latest? I don't play any of them because I'm not good at fighting games. Okay. But I'd love to watch. Really? Wow. Okay. And I kind of thought you'd be really know. good at fighting games for some odd reason. No, no, I'm not. I'm really not. What's your specialty then? I'm not good at all. I I can watch it, and the guys who commentate, they're good at letting you know if you watch it long enough how it's working, mm-hmm. what's going on, who's doing what. But I'm not good at it. But I do watch them, and I did watch the entire Mortal Kombat 11 story, which was like, it was an actual movie. Like, I just went on YouTube, and it was all the cutscenes. Like nice. Like, three hours and change wow. or something. Damn. Yeah. That's so impressive. I know what's all happening. Right. I just don't play it myself. Okay. All right. I'm surprised you don't have that game, Mike. I know Mike's really good at fighting games. I am not really good. I just, I'll, I'll pick my characters and, and whatever. But um, no, I, I was going to get it. And then I'm like, I'm not going to end up playing this, am I? And then I would have to find out who am I going to play it against. <laughs> That's true. I, I was going to say me, but I didn't even get it. You have it on, you you have have it on Xbox? Yeah. No, but you have, no, he, has, no. he doesn't have Xbox. It's, it's on all the systems. I have it on my Switch. Yeah, but it's not cross-platform. No, it's not. No, but I... Just saying, you said I don't have an Xbox. Like, if they only made it for Xbox, come on, cat. Right now, no, but I only, so I only have an Xbox. In this, welcome to in this quarantine, you need to be able to do it on the same platform. You're not the You're only gonna people play Mike. on the planet. You know that, right? They can I'm, play with yeah, other people. Wow. So Mike says, "Who's gonna play with me?" Ralph says, "Fuck playing with me. I'm playing with myself." Yeah. He says that often. <laughs> well, here's, here's a fun little tidbit. Uh, RoboCop is in it. Yes. yes. I saw that yes. too. That was pretty yes. cool, and a horrible and looking Joker. Joker. Yeah, I, I was like, and Harlequin. Don't do that. And Harlequin. Yeah, I'm like I'm like, please stop, stop. No, Harley's not in it. She's not in this. I was about to say, Harley's she's not, not in this one. Yeah, no, she's not in. Or is that, that ten? I don't think she's in any of them. I don't think she's in any of them. I've seen cutscenes where she's she's. Yeah, I've seen Harley it. Harley Quinn in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was no. Yeah. She she might have been in ten or nine, but she's not in this one. That's what I'm saying. She she's in ten. She's in ten or nine. She's not. If she's not in eleven, she's in ten. Oh. I don't, remember, well, not, I don't remember her getting uh, fatality. Because I know, I know that she um, wow. that she speaks with the Joker, and they, they they show a lot of the back and forth between the two characters. You know, like they do in um, Injustice. Oh no! What you're looking at is that one of the character Cassie Cage has a Harley Quinn outfit. Yeah. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm assuming thank Cassie you. Cage okay, is cool. what the sister of Luke Cage. 
No, she's Johnny Cage and Sonya's daughter. Oh, wow. So old, so yeah, fast? So when, when you know, you know. Does she, like, uh, when time you get travel? To, when you get to nine and stuff. No, when you get to nine and stuff, they, they get into what happens further in the future. And okay. the, the kids, you realize that Johnny's actually very... Johnny's family is actually very important. And then he passes that gene on to his daughter. And then they, then, they, then time travel comes in. And then it's a whole big shit. <laughs> wow, uh, it right. really is an X-Men story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me ask you about this. How did you guys feel about the way they resolved the movie? Because basically, we after, from when they go from Scorpion and, you know, finding out, oh, man, you know, um, it wasn't Sub-Zero who killed him. It was this guy who possessed, you know, who dressed up like Sub-Zero and... We get right, you know, we, 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 I think that's like 10 minutes away from the ending, I believe. Okay. Um, how do we feel the way the movie was resolved in all the little endings that they needed to resolve? Eh. Uh, yes, Ralph? I, I, I felt like um, they were like, all right, uh, the fight scenes in the, in the beginning are really good. We, we're moving this story along. Oh, shit. We got to resolve this. Um. Uh, fuck it, just real quick ending, and then we go to part two. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, All right. yeah. I felt like the, the Mike and Ivan. I th- I really felt like everything was like rushed to make its point together. Um, you know, because I like I said, uh, that even even Luke Hang is like you know he didn't win the tournament, and so like when you hear Lord Raiden goes, well, it was never the intention for you to win. It was an intention for you to defeat Shao Song of um, Shang Song, and I'm like, but. The only way he would have defeated Shang Tsung would have been to win the tournament. You do see how this is not working there, Lord Raiden. Like, because like the only thing, that, the way that, Shao, um, that Shang Tsung gets his defeat, quote unquote, is to go back to um, Shao Kahn and be like, sorry, I lost. Right. So if you never intended for him to win the tournament, how was he going to defeat Shang Tsung? <laughs> so if, if, if by sheer chance Scorpion didn't happen to show up, didn't happen to not follow orders and happen to like the people enough to fight alongside them, we would all be doomed. And I don't know, Lord Lord Raiden. I'm like, did you consult Batman from like Justice League Dark <laughs> Apocalypse War for this <laughs> this way to figure this one out? Because that made no sense at all. You know, actually, Lord Raiden taught Batman Oof. for a little bit. He was one of his masters. Ah. That would explain it. <laughs> Ivan, how did you feel about um, the way things were resolved? I mean, you're right that it was rushed. I mean, everything just happened all at once. But, I mean, like, I just like saying the same things over and over. I was like, that's the way it happened. <laughs> Shang Tsung lost. He went back. Shao Kahn was like, F it. We're just going to invade anyway. And I was like, yep, that makes sense. That's what happened. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I, I mean, and granted that it's they're, they're following what's happening, according to you, and that's fantastic. But do you feel that they're doing justice in following it the way they did? I guess it's because I know it well because I've researched for somebody who doesn't play Mortal Kombat, like I research it a lot. So because I know it, I'm just like, yep, yep, all right, yep, that's what happens. But I guess for someone who doesn't know, like it's a little rush, like with the whole Quan Chi, who is this person? That's the only thing that confused me. It's like, how come he's so powerful down there? He's not Shinnok, so I don't understand what. Right. The, you know what? Doesn't matter. I guess I didn't read that part of it. But besides, to me, it was just like, yep, they're going to go into part two. And part two and three is when it gets real because it's, there's no tournament. There's no rules. Just do whatever. You're going to see Liu Kang turn into a dragon, maybe? Oh, that would be great if he turns into an arcade machine and falls on somebody. <laughs> oh, my God. He turns into Maleficent and just makes a third bad movie. 
<laughs> or he does, his, uh, he does his fantastic original fatality, which is a a, a cartwheel kick which and one? an uppercut. The only, <laughs> oh, the only right. fatality that wasn't that's a fatality. Right. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Didn't that's what, right. wait, wasn't there a complaint about like um, even though I guess it's fatality, but like Quan Chi, one of his fatalities was that he just like grabbed the neck and. Sh- and, and, and stretched it out three feet. It. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was the worst. Yeah, but like he just made people into giraffes. What the hell kind of? A yeah, it was finish? the worst. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's like dealing with with those um balloons that you can like make it. Look, it's a pool. <laughs> yeah, he he actually interned for a little while as a, a as a, a clown for children's entertainment, but oh he, he could never get the hang of twisting the balloons into shape. He could only blow them up and make them long. Ah, okay. Wow. So he's basically a prostitute. Essentially. <laughs> You well, know, so we made so long. Then they fired him, and then they had they they you know hired Joaquin Phoenix to take over for his spot. <laughs> oh, so he, the clown. He, he was oh, blowing everyone. Oh, that's it. Wow. <laughs> all right, all right. Anything else we want to add before we go into renaming the film and ratings? Mm-hmm. I think I'm good. Wow, lots of silence. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so. Renaming the film. I'll go first because that's our tradition here because we're often time to think. Renaming the film. Mortal Sushi Roll. That's what it felt like. Every time I watch something get sliced up, after you watch them slice up after a while, it looks similar. I'm like, wow, I just kind of want a, like a, a Philadelphia roll. That's what I want. Like some nice salmon. Nice. Yeah, man, that's dope. Yeah, right? With some cream cheese, it's awesome. Ooh. Ralph? Uh, I call this uh, Mortal Kombat Legends. Uh Ghost Rider's alter ego. Because <laughs> think about it. Think about it, right? That's good, too. He got, he okay. got the chains, right? Yeah, that's true. Flaming okay. head. When he pulled that shit off, he's like, fuck it. You thought I was Scorpion. No, I'm Ghost Rider, bitch. <laughs> Spitfire. I spit fire. <laughs> Mike? Uh, I'd call it a Chinese food delivery guy, a bone-killing a bone killing feminist, and Tom Cruise walking to a bar. Mortal Kombat Legends. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise wishes he was that tall. How could they get that all into a poster? I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. Small font. Small if it font. don't be a menace, they'll figure it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're right. They did. They'll be a menace while drinking Mr. the juice Coop. in the hood. What, what would you rename the film? Uh, probably just Mortal Kombat colon Scorpions. Actually, a side story. He's <laughs> <laughs> actually a side story. It's just a side story. All right. Not really his revenge. All right. Let's go for it. Ratings for Mortal Kombat Legends. Ralph? I give Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge a 7. Here's Johnny. Out of 10. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to give Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge six and a half. Asshole. That was custom. Dick. Out of 10. That Mr. was a Coop? custom dick. No, no. he's talking about the suit. I know Johnny Cage said it. Jesus, <laughs> Mr. Coop. No, you can call me Ralph. You don't have to call me Jesus. It's okay, my child. No, Mike has to go. You guys go first. I'm the guest. I'm the last. <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! He's All a right, guest the with guest. an attitude. <laughs> All right, um, MFG. I give it seven. I want to see the Johnny Cage movie Ninja Mime out of ten. <laughs> you saw that they the kept back. showing it on the back no, I'm like I, I want to see, see that movie <laughs> I want to see Ninja Mime <laughs> he's silent but deadly yeah I, know. I was just yes. like ah he's a big old fart yes <laughs> alright now Mr. Coop yes I'll 
what is it? Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. I yeah. give mm-hmm. it more get over here's than Scorpion did in the movie. <laughs> I'll give it eight get over here's. I was very disappointed that we only got the one get over here. I mean, I, I know that yeah, they were saving it up like kind of like the Hulk smash thing, but I'm mm-hmm. like, it's not the Hulk smash. So you could really say it a lot. <laughs> you Actually, know? Yeah, say it all the time. Yeah. Actually, they said Actually, it twice. Because if you remember the beginning animation with Daffy Duck, he says it. That's, yeah. that's a good point, but that wasn't in so the Yeah, that's not, that's not in the movie, but sure. Um, but yeah, because I, like, I, w- I was expecting him to say it actually. Um, well, I expected him to say it way earlier, but uh, since it had mo- the movie had progressed, I kind of expected when, the, when Sonya and those guys finally meet him and he saves them when he disguises himself as one of the, uh, the, the, what, the one of, whatever, the, the soldiers that were attacking Black him. Black Dragon? Yeah, one of the Black Dragon. When, he, when they realized he was one of them and then he throws his, uh, his spear and it goes through like multiple people. Um, I expected then when he dragged them I all back to be like, too, yeah. come over here. And I was like, I was waiting for it at that point. And I was like, he didn't say it. <laughs> you know what he did there? But, he curved the bullet like in Wanted. I saw it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stop and it. it. Stop and that's it. exactly what I thought of. And it made me, I'm like, do not flash <laughs> me to this God awful movie, please. <laughs> okay. All right. So there you have it. Mortal Kombat Legends, Scorpion's Revenge. Slicing and dicing its way into your um into your video eyeballs but guys don't go anywhere please geeks on the go it's next all right geeks on the go get over here finally he uses a thing that Wait, he can hear but you mean it's not with now with more get over here <laughs> no i wanted to keep it simple you know cuz if we got more well, get over well here then i couldn't do more get over here you know, it just doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. We've only made it under a minute twice. I'm aiming for a third time. Fuck it in front of company. This way it's not like Michigan J Frog, where it happens when nobody's looking. Let's give it a try. What do you guys think? Show me the money. Whatever. No. 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 That wasn't That's it. Not the- that wasn't it. You sure? Oh, yeah, positive. <laughs> okay. That's not, this sounds like it's already got off to a bad start. Ready, set, go. Who was your favorite Mortal Kombat player to use? Mike. Uh, Kung Lao. He kills with his hat. A freaking accessory. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Oh. Ivan? Oh, everyone liked the favorite, so I went with Sub. Yeah. Oh, Sub-Zero? He's definitely. Good. It's my second favorite. Ralph? I would use Scorpion because I would just be like portaling back and forth between the people and then hitting them. Very true. All right. Fill in the blank. The use of the Joker, Harlequin, and Spawn in recent Mortal Kombat games, blank. Ivan. Love it. Perfect. Love it. Okay. Ralph. Not really necessary, but okay. All right. And Mike. Is obvious product placement and it's really annoying. <laughs> All right, DC versus Mortal Kombat. Willing to try it again or leave it on the shelf to die? Ralph, I loved it. I used to just play as the Flash and go back and forth with the speed, hitting people. <laughs> Very true. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, so close. Time is up. We're so also close. fuck. Don't mock me, so Mr. Coop. Oh, the Usher said it best. Just let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> Now, is that about the man. video game or, or, or his venereal diseases? <laughs> I mean, he's probably talking about both. 
Yeah, it could it's be like both. You know? <laughs> Definitely. Okay. He should and probably Mike. seek help if there's a part two. Just saying. That's <laughs> true. Um, I, I loved it. Um, I say try it again. I just hated the fact that the DC heroes weren't allowed to do fatalities. Yeah. Yeah. I remember buying it. That was what, Xbox 360, I believe. Yes. And I remember getting it and being excited about it. And I remember the day that I, sh- that I shut it off and never played it again was when I, w- I learned Liu Kang's um, fatality and it dropped the Mortal Kombat thing on him. Mm-hmm. I was oh. like, that was from part two? Yeah, yeah. I was Go like, um, we just dropped the Mortal Kombat video game Arcane console Machine. on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then That's I shut it off two. and never played it again. And then sold it like <laughs> later on. But I can't lie to you, there's a part of me that really wish I had it. Well, what did you guys because think that- of friendships, though? <laughs> yeah. oh, I was okay friendships back, because you were still because you were still in the game where you could still kill people. It wasn't like that was your only alternative. So it gave you something else to do. They're bringing yeah. it back. They're bringing it back. They're bringing it back. No, I, I like it just. I like that because they used that game to do what they needed to do. They got injustice out of it, and they got mm-hmm. real Mortal Kombat out of it too. So they got the money they needed. They made these two wonderful franchises that are great separate from each other. Right. And then also, I mean, not only did they get that, but uh, you know, like I said, with, with injustice, they did end up with their own, you know, Mortal Kombat games of the heroes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, right, exactly. And, and it was funny. I remember when I remember when injustice came out, and just the story sounded crazy, but the gameplay, oh my god! But I, I still like one better than two. That's just me. My favorite part of Injustice is when you get them to the edge and you break the screen and you you knock them to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. The problem why I don't think it'll ever work the way Marvel vs. Capcom works is because when you have Mortal Kombat, you have to have fatalities. You can't just make a Marvel vs. Capcom tag team and not have fatalities. It's not going to work. Right. Right. Like, with Marvel vs. Capcom, we we ignore other things. Like, how is Chris Redfield from Resident Evil beating the shit out of the Hulk? Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. It's fun. Yeah. But if you have a Mortal Kombat game, when I fought a fatality, everyone gonna be like, "This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen." Right. Even myself, I'd be like, "This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen." Yeah, that's why I said. Like the moment, because the, the moment I got the game, because I did own um, uh, the the DC game with the with the Mortal Kombat, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I can't wait!" So like, I played like like the Flash and all these. I'm like, "Wait, they're not killing them. Like they're just nope. beating them up, kind of." Bad. Like like the Green Lantern is the closest one where I'm like, "You know, you killed them, dude." <laughs> you you put them in a bubble at where they were normal size and then dropped it down to about the size of their abdomen. <laughs> but, but yet you're mm-hmm. going to convince me they're alive. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, isn't one of his moves bringing out a big-ass gun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of... It was, uh, it was a fun game. It had really good yeah, visuals. It was. Well, was it rough? Um, there was this um, college humor skit that they, they did where they have this uh, Batman character uh, and... Is like is Jim Gordon talking to Batman, and he's like, uh, "Batman, y- you know you've been killing all these thugs, right?" And he's like, "What are you <laughs> he's talking, talking about?" about Pete Holmes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, how, how can you? I just knock him out really good. It's like, um, no. What do you think those side spikes do? It's like it, it just knocks him out, and you see like the scene of him. Punching the people with the side spikes and like blood squirting everywhere. He's like, <laughs> like you, you just see that one before. That guy. He's like, oh, oh okay. my god. He's like, he's going to sleep. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's just going like, to sleep. Oh my god. Pat Oswald is in that episode. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Pat <laughs> Oswald's right. Yeah. All right, Pete. Like last week. All right, peeps. Any shout outs? Any we got any shout outs for anybody listening? I'm going to do a shout out to. I'm sorry. You guys first. Oh no, I was about to say I'm going to do a shout in. Thank you, Ivan, for joining us again. Yes. Oh, my pleasure. From the comfort of his well-decorated home, even though we're obviously in the 
craft section of it this time, not in the yes. in the bro in the section. den no. section. The, the, the Nintendo verse. Next, next time we do something, I know Ryan and Riley is probably dying to come. Hey, yes. Come on by. She still talks about it. <laughs> they go to your friend's house, the one with the cool room. Oh, Ivan. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. And I, and I have to I have to finally go over there sometime. But remember, like, when I get to go over there, though, I have to bring a big bag. Things might be missing. Just saying. Uh, hey, Just saying. And, and, you know, you can blame the black guy. That's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> I'm, in fact, I'm going to jump on that and make you feel bad about trying to blame me. <laughs> Can't right. be mad if it's true. <laughs> Ralphie, you got any shout outs? Um, nah, pretty much all the same. Thanks to Ivan and, uh, Everyone who's listening, thank you. Review, let us know. Say something. We're here. Something. That's it. Thank you. Oh, okay. I'll just say we're here with Craig A. Houston. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe not. Well, <laughs> not me, but, you know, other people but out hey, there. Hey, to reach his own. Absolutely, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Good job. Good job. But you paused and I was like waiting for the rest. I'm like, we're here. Okay. And I was like, damn. Oh, was, I was, I was uh, practicing my pregnant. Pauses. Pauses. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Coop, do you, you got you got anything? You got any uh, shout Oh yeah, outs? shout out to uh your previous super guest, Hipster Tom. Hipster Tom. <laughs> we have to figure out somewhere. we have to figure out what he's listening to to get him on here. Yeah. You I mean know. your your mortal enemy, Hipster Tom? <laughs> Hipster Tom, I mean I'm glad he finally realized that the Walking Dead is actually trash and he doesn't watch it anymore. <laughs> Yeah. That's why you don't have him on the show. You know? We're gonna get him on again, but probably for anything like he said what, Star Trek? Mentioned a couple Star of Wars. other things. Star Wars. Star whatever. Wars. Whatever. Intergalactic. Oh, you should get me on that, too, so I can tell you that only two of those nine movies are actually good. <laughs> wow. I'll pretty oh, much oh, join you on that. Okay. <laughs> we we have to make sure that we don't bring you on with, with our other two Star Wars geeks, because they're, like, hardcore. Jazz yeah. and JP. Nothing wrong with being a fan of something. Just say it's bad when it's bad, you know? They could be like, oh, Sonic sucks. I'm like, I agree, but I love him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? Right, right now, Jazz and JP are probably like, why is my stomach hurting? <laughs> it's the voice. Oh. Someone stepped on my grave, and I'm going to step back. <laughs> oh, shit. JP just texted me. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, that's happened before. I'm surprised. he's gonna. I guarantee you, now that you said that, I guarantee you, without me hitting him up, he's going to text me in the next couple of days. That always happens. Always that's happens. Funny. Or, or um, after my he listens to it, he's like, oh, this guy, <laughs> yeah. this guy's an ass. <laughs> uh, no, my shout outs to everybody. Of course, thanks, Mr. Coop. Thanks for coming by. Oh, but also, um, shout outs to everybody who's listening. Shout out to Johannes, who's in Sweden. I spoke to him this morning. Well, this morning for me, this evening for him. He was working on his comic book. He was inking some stuff, and we were just talking on um, on um, Instagram Live. Uh-huh. Really? Yumpity. His voice is so deep, it throws me off. He goes, you know, we should do a, a Zoom call. I go, nah, I can't be on a call where your voice is going to be deeper than mine. Fuck that. <laughs> I feel emasculated. He's like, yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill, chill, chill. Was he the Swedish <laughs> chef? <laughs> just felt like it. <laughs> jo- Johannes, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, and shout out to Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell, what's up? Oh, Tinkerbell also, I, I let her know that, um, Mike, you are going to be, I think, you know, you might change up your thing about your opening phrases. And she was like, no, tell them to find more. <laughs> I, I, you're the one who keeps saying I'm changing up anytime soon. I've got a ton of them. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn you said you're going to change them up. Nope. That was you. Okay. Starting trouble. Okay. T- 
Tinkerbell, never mind. It's causing trouble. All right, cool. <laughs> I thought he was going to tell you you were going to be a father. <laughs> but you are the father. Mike, oh, you no. are the father. I was like, how'd that happen? <laughs> yeah, I would just get up and walk off the show and be like, this place is shit. <laughs> that's how rumors start, guys. Come on. But I, I think that's a nice way to end the show by talking about a false pregnancy. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square, Rough the Tech, and our special guest, Ivan, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And um, what are we doing next show? I have no clue.